0: We're not going to deal with the cold next week. We're going to do something different. Amen. But anyway, we talked about it. We said, man, Emerge for the business folk has been powerful. So we're going to keep a pocket of Emerge for the business folks in the house. Amen. So if you are you own a business or you're thinking about owning a business, talk with us because we're going to have Emerge Sundays where we showcase different businesses in the house and technically, we give ideas and critique and we'll begin to build everyone else so that their business does what? Emerge. Amen. So we are going to yes, right. Clap right there, because you business owners, you got to become a millionaire and we're going to push y'all to that point. Amen. My husband and I have a, 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 a team of mentors, a team of folk, and they're all pushing us. Now, this generation does not like to be pushed the moment we start at applying pressure folks get nervous like hold on who are you talking to no but if you want to receive everything and maximize your life you receive the rebuke you receive the correction you just don't go on and change so that you can receive everything that God has to offer you and so this is what we're designing Emerge for amen so that you guys get everything that is on. we gonna talk about it on tonight Emerge It means coming forth, a breaking of sorts, a breaking out, a pushing past different levels. Somebody said, I'm going to a new dimension. I need y'all to say it like you believe it. I'm going to a new dimension. Amen. Amen. I want everyone to turn your Bibles to Luke chapter four. Will you get there? Stand for the reading of the word. Now, a little history on the book of Luke. Luke. Luke was not an apostle. Luke did not truly walk with Christ. Luke was a disciple of Apostle Paul. He solely wrote the book of Luke based on Revelation. That's powerful, right? Because he couldn't get secondhand information with Apostle Paul because Apostle Paul didn't walk with Jesus Christ either. Apostle Paul didn't meet Jesus into the world of Damascus. And so we try to catapult a term nowadays inside of certain denominations versus it well, you can't be an apostle unless you met Jesus. I want to tell you something more today. When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, you make your personal Lord and Savior. Amen. And when you have a prayer life, you have an everyday conversation with him. You meet him every day. And so the book of Luke has been written by a scribe. Dr. Luke was a writer. How many scribes we got in the house? Folk that write, Come on, we got to get some books published up in here, amen? We got to get some books published in this house. We got to begin to push ourselves to become a scribe. Say, I am embracing the anointing of the scribe. Silly, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, yep. Embrace it, embrace it. We got to get some publishers up in this house, amen? We got to publish some books, we got to do something different. So Luke wrote this book off of pure revelation. Now a lot of people who are unlearned inside of scripture think that Luke is an apostle. He is not an apostle. He is not one of the twelve. He is a scribe that was sent out two by two with apostle Paul. Amen? That's doctrine. That's Bible. So let us read. Then Jesus, I'm reading from New Living Translation, then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit returned from the from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus said no. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. 5. The devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give anyone I please. I will give it to you if you just fall down and worship me. Jesus replied, I'm going to say the King James Version. It is written. (laughs) You must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Nine. The devil then took him up to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the son of God, jump off. Nowadays, society commits suicide. For the scriptures say, He will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus replied. The scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. Hmm. Sidebar: He's going to leave you until the next opportunity comes. Lord Jesus. Fourteen. Then Jesus returned to Galilee. Filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him quickly spread. Through the whole region, everyone begin to rejoice right there. Add a praise. You're sowing into something right now. Add a praise, add a praise, add a praise. Because you gotta say today, today I'm leaving about a kingdom in hand in power. Amen. I'm leaving out a kingdom in hand full of the Holy Ghost and power. I'm leaving about here, going to my next dimension in the kingdom of God. My situation that is right now will not remain the same because I'm going to my next place in God. power. You may receive it. We gotta come to understand something. When seasons of testing do come and indeed they will, if Jesus the Christ got tested, who are we? So when seasons of testing do indeed come, instead of wallowing in it, it is time to rejoice because God is getting ready to elevate you through your testing. Before betrayal, there's a test. But after betrayal, there's always an elevation. But see, in the body of Christ, we get it mixed up because we start crying and whining the moment we get betrayed instead of rejoicing for our next dimension in the kingdom of God. Your test that you're in. going on. you got to get your boots on and keep <laughs> I'm still going to preach about it because it doesn't matter what's going on. In this season of testing and trial, there comes a season of perfection, maturation, and glory. Go ahead now. I can't understand something. Inside of the season of glory, we don't understand that God was preparing us all the way. I was listening to one of my favorite preachers. Those of y'all who know me and you heard me a couple of weeks ago. What's his name? Come on <laughs> here now, somebody. Y'all better say it like it. me. Bishop T.D. Jakes. And he said, the beginning of his ministry, he was picking up folk and dropping them off at home. He had a, a 100-seated church and five people that came for Bible study and half of them went to sleep over But if they understood that little timing that they were singing with that morning was going to be the Tommy that the ministry is going across the earth. I wonder exactly how they would have respected that anointing. Come on, come on. See, people are not going to always be predisposed to where you're going in the kingdom. They might identify where you're at right now because they like to identify with misery. And we understand that misery loves company. But I come to tell you on today, you better wrap yourself up down on that inner man and begin to tell your inner man to lie up right now. Because I'm going to a place that has already been prepared for me from the foundation of this world. Amen. I'm getting there. We get depressed sometimes when it seems that like we're not getting there. It seems like chips can fall, everything is going on, family going crazy, your as siblings as you looking like that we come from the same house. <laughs> Your parents going crazy. It's like, are you the same person that gave birth to me? All of these different things could be going on in your life with the moment. But I want to tell you right now that if you will hang on in there all the way to the finish, you will begin to see your family anointed time because of your stand. You got to stand. You got to stand. You got to say, why? Because God is doing something inside of your family. But if you give up and you're like, oh, niggas, I ain't doing nothing, ain't never ain't do nothing, you miss my mother. Yeah, you yeah. miss my mother. That means you gotta stick to your assignment. Even if mama, daddy, sister, brothers is acting a complete fool, you gotta stay focused. But I come to tell you on tonight that even if you gotta walk away from there for a season, they're gonna watch you from afar. And when your day season comes, they're gonna come back around. Repent it! They're gonna change. <laughs> they gotta change. Because they're going to understand their ways. That their ways have not been the like the, the ways of the most high God. Oh. And a lot of times we'll say, well, I'm cutting y'all all the way off. I'm saying some seasons you might have to walk away from them little taco meathead brothers and sisters for a minute. But I'm going to tell you right now that at the end of it all, God has prepared something. And he's going to use you to be a monument of the glory of God in the family. I want you guys to open your Bibles to First Peter five and ten. Say, "I'm filled with the Holy Spirit." And power. And Y'all there? I'm almost there. There, there, there. I am. I am. We will start at six. Humble yourselves, comma, therefore, comma, under the mighty hand of God, so that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all of your cares upon him because he cares for you. Eight. Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. That right there, preachers, we just going to put a comma right there. You ain't the only one that's going through what you've been through in this moment. Somebody else had to endure trial and testing on the same level you had to endure it on. And you have the ability now to stand firm as a chain link in the kingdom of God, as a bond servant to his word, because you are not the only one that goes through the things you've gone through. Your situation, God, is using it to anoint you and appoint you and prepare you. You have to use that platform properly. Use it wisely. up. Because when he lifts you up in your humble, he can give you the entire platform. But if you rise up improperly in pride, God will just put you through another cycle of testing. Wow. So, you know, God bless you. How you doing? And folks will say, oh my God, you know, I watched the lives and this, that, and that. And Oh my god, you know, it's so awesome. You guys really bless my marriage, and you bless me and I'm unmarried. Oh my goodness, just to the glory of God. Wow. And then now I have young preachers that are emerging that looks in my husband and I like a prototype. Oh my god, I watch the lives. You guys are awesome. And my husband and I one time got in the car and we smiled at each other. Because this girl said, I want to be just like you. And I said, no, you don't. You don't want the trial. You don't want the test. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm preaching from somebody else's couch. You better begin to understand right now that you got to use the season you in, no matter what's going on. And you don't want somebody else's test because you may not be prepared enough for surviving it. But you better thrive in your test. Come on. I got home and I called my men, one of my mentors, a apostle, Dr. Lee Stovall. And she said, yeah, I'm getting that a lot now. I began to get upset. I said, people looking and trying to figure it out. I've been doing this thing for a long time, but God has been hiding me under the shadow of the Almighty and would not reveal my ministry until this time. Tell you sometimes God puts a whole date on revealing your business or revealing your ministry because if you get bumped out before it's time, you might put your hand to and destroy what God has been trying to build that's larger than you that's gonna last longer than you'll last. frustrated. The I've been here for a long time, and people acting like I'm brand new, and then they get elevated when they're talking, and they want to be like me, but they don't understand. Then I'm preaching from somebody else's couch. That's not even my couch. I No, see, we gotta begin to look at the real trial and the real test. I was telling realize that people say, Yeah, they're gonna say that stuff, but they don't understand what I'm going through right now. If we can have this thing and smile because there have been days of Pastor and I have been upset about life, and then we get on that couch and everything falls apart. Hey, family. Y'all ready for the rest of the scripture that preaches? Uh 10. And after you suffered for a little while, comma, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, comma, will himself restore you, comma, secure you, comma, strengthen you, comma, and establish you to him be the power forever and ever. After a little while of suffering. Now, I, so, I know some of y'all have been suffering for years and years. I get it. Pain sometimes doesn't want to loose you and let you go. Trauma does not want to loose you and let you Dysfunction does not want to loose you and let you go. Betrayal does not want to loose you and let you go. Being penniless does not want to loose you and let you go. Being homeless does not want to loose you and let you go. But after a little while, I was talking to somebody for my birthday, and she said, Oh my God. <laughs> she said, I just look at your life, and I'm just like, Oh my God, you're only 34. Look what you have a mask. I was looking at her like, What if I have a mask? And she said, You're not looking at it the way I said? I said, No, because I'm living in it right now, in the moment. I kind of understand that there's a ways to go, that I'm just at the beginning of the thing. I want to tell you, even at the beginning of the day, that it all has an expiration date. Your suffering has an expiration date. Your pain has an expiration date. Your betrayal has an date. Your family wilding out has an expiration date. Your struggle has an expiration date. Your money being poor and funny has an expiration date. When God designed you and he had you in mind, he had an expiration date for the end of a pain. After a little while. Now see, sometimes we look at the jar as half full or something. Or half empty. I use the term half full because I like to see my life half full. I like to see the glass half full. I don't want to see it half empty. That's, that's abominable. give up after 10 years, after a little while. Sometimes we give up after five years, after a little while. Sometimes we give up after 20 years of suffering, after a little while. Sometimes we give up after 30 years of suffering. After a little while, the God of all grace will establish you. It doesn't matter. Five years of suffering is oh my god, they in it so long.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Some of y'all over here like, <laughs>
0: I've mean, going to the oh, <laughs> I'm still a child, you. you know. I'm questioning my child. I, you know what? I'm just gonna go and dance on somebody's pole and make five thousand dollars right fast. <laughs> I wanted to tell Probably that she's like, who's the saints be doing that? I done walked up on some conversation on something. Like, I can dance more than I'm punching this clock, making this little bit of money. I can dance and make more money dancing than I could punching the clock. i want to take a little while. It's just a little while. And it doesn't matter what your little while is. For some folk, it might be 10 years and you're stuck on the frame. Some years, it might be five of them and you're stuck on the frame. Some folks have to go through 20 years because they learned in the first two years of what the suffering has really been about has been about your identity and your willingness to be prideful inside the suffering. Deny yourself the need to be arrogant. Period. Don't be prideful while you're suffering. Get delivered while you're suffering. If you realize pride is in your life, you need to come to the altar every time of, until that thing come on about you. Because if you don't, the season drags out. Because God is trying to work out all the things on the inside of you that don't look like him while you're suffering. How can he elevate you if you don't look like him? We are thinking like, we can dance and shout with the best of them. I don't quite have my little jig yet. i got to watch more shows, more YouTube videos to figure it out. Uh, I'm a master Somebody give me a corner. I'm a master of you too. <laughs> if I get in the corner, maybe I'll learn how to get that two-step right. <laughs> because I want to tell you something on this Sunday afternoon that you can fake with the best of them, but God is still going to work out every single iota that don't look like him until he elevates you. So, when you're looking like them, you're humble, even though you might have to. some humble pie. You're going to look like it when everybody's trying to elevate you. But inside of God's eyes, you see that I am nothing but flesh. And this flesh is going into the ground because this flesh has an expiration date. You're going to still be humble. You're still going to be loving, even though they are spitting in your face, betraying you, and talking about you behind your back. I want to tell you on this evening, you still got to love them. See, right about that. He's gonna clean you up till you still looking like him. <laughs> Why you in If You still got them teeth that rise up given the circumstance, he gonna say duh a little bit more. Y'all see my book? <laughs> he gonna grind you in that ground until you look like him. After a little while. After a little while. How can we look at God who's the creator of all things and everything that we've seen and the things that we do not see, look at him and try to tell him when he's going to bring us out the fray. I stopped fighting with God. There's this saying my auntie used to say I'm glad it's got a rest of his soul. Your arms is too short to be fighting with God. You can't begin to box with an all-seeing, all-knowing, invisible God. Get your arms down and humble yourself under the mighty so that he can lift you up. you got to begin to help yourself inside of the frame. After a little while, I stopped telling God when. I started thanking him for the end. I'm going to say that one more time. I stopped asking God and telling him when. And I started thanking him for the end. Because I know in the middle of all this foolishness, he did not say, this is all I'm giving you. Be grateful for this lot. Well, we'd better even preach. Oh, you better be grateful for what you got now. Yeah! Yeah! I know God is great. I started saying... When you thought of me, the God who has made everything, has everything in mind, I know you saw my end before my beginning. And my beginning was nothing but a piece of plank in his eye. A moment, in every <laughs> let me fix this right quick in my vision. I knew that he saw something else to end. What he had already said, your ministry is going to the nations, it's international. Don't just stop here in Chicago, but have a hub all over the United States and a hub all over the world and have a motherboard in Chicago. I knew that it didn't just stop here. You gotta have a knower. Your business doesn't just stop right here where you're at. Your ministry doesn't just stop right here where you're at. Your life doesn't just stop right here where you're at. But because God has something greater in mind, we gotta come forward to the greater. I'm gonna tell y'all of this afternoon, rise to the occasion. Amen. Place a demand on the inside of you that says, I'm gonna rise into the greater. What I'm doing right now is only what's happening in this moment, that God is maximizing my years, and I'm gonna like live out every single one of them inside of his glory, and inside of what he dreamed of when he made me. Every person that walks this planet, Jeremiah 23, 11 is functional now. 29-11 uh, is functional in your body. Look, I know the plans I got for you. He thought about you before you were in your mother's womb. He knew what he had in design for you already. But sometimes we get stuck in our now. I want to tell you on this afternoon, don't be stuck in your now. Don't be stuck in your now. Have a vision. Matter of fact, I want to task y'all that when you get home, losing weight that pants <sparks> <laughs> oh my goodness
1: <laughs> and I said I wasn't getting nothing else until oh I
0: got my to my lord space lord. and we're going to have a whole lot of pants and skirt pulling up until I get to the destiny end. amen <laughs> oh my lord sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do but I promise y'all this, because he had a plan for you, I want y'all to begin to get a vision board. Apostle Joel and I have a vision board. We work on one three times a year. That's right, three times a year. We hang it up in my room next to my shoes. Cause we know <laughs> we're always gonna look at the shoes. And we check ourselves off where we are Based on the vision board, vision board. So the second quarter of the year, I was like, man, she gotta do something. I gotta get my card of the Vasquez right because if I'm going to the nations, so I can't be huffing and puffing while I'm preaching and feel like I'm dying on the inside, and then laying hands on people after and when the service is over, I'm like, everybody give me a minute. How you do? God bless you. No, that's not gonna work. Get yourself caught up, get on somebody's treadmill, go running, hire yourself a trainer girl, because where you going, you going to need the endurance on the inward parts so you can carry out your assignment, get healthy. So we put that on the board. We put on the board a globe. We're going to nations. We put on the board real estate, because either we're going to be in the game or we're going to be invested in the game. Either way, that's what we're doing. We put on the board investments in stocks and bonds. Then we put on the board, outside of investments, making sure that we finish all books and all this other, you know, the little pamphlets and everything like that. We put it on the board. I'm going to tell y'all over 80% of that board is done. Me and, yeah, that's a place to clap. I want you guys to, to establish yourself a vision board at home. Dream with God again. Align yourself with heaven and say, This is what we're doing in this third of the year. So now, Apostle J and I said, Well, we come up to the end of October. We got to do it again because we're going to push past emerge into, we're going to look above the ground and see what's going on. we going to go for now. The groundhog. What's going on above the ground? We're coming out. We got to design a board for that now. So I'm going to tell you, get in line with your vision with God. As you're going through the crushing. The pain for this little while. Know that the vision board, God is working something on the inside of you, and you have to get there. And so, yes, you might feel like the growth that's going through some crushing. But I want to encourage you this afternoon that after the crushing, there is an appointment to be established. So, if you don't have nothing, come on, somebody—you have—you don't have no stocks, no bonds, no no money in the account, no no investments, no properties. You know all of this and that. If you don't, you will.
1: Y'all better rejoice right there. Y'all fall
0: so still up in here. You better rejoice right there because you saw it into your next dimension. And God, he's going to establish you. <laughs> he's going to restore you. This is number one. So all the pain, the suffering, the trial, the error in your life, he's going to restore you. I'll still quiet you're gonna turn to your neighbor, slap them twice and tell them he's restoring you. <laughs> he's restoring you. I see the rings I like Pfft. he's restoring you, he's restoring you, he's restoring you. Come on, somebody. After and then he's going to secure you. So every place where you feel insecure, whether it's financially or inside with your person, he's going to secure you. He's gonna fasten your foundations. He's gonna you believe in and what you do not believe in. Come on, somebody. After that, he's gonna strengthen you. He's gonna do your situation to cause you to be strong in the Lord in the power of His might. You're gonna understand that you operate under a heavenly authority, under a heavenly assignment, given with heavenly power, and He's gonna cause you to be strong. And after that, y'all ready? Y'all, y'all situation. You you rent right now. He's gonna establish you. You're going to use the proper I-E-S He's going to cause you to go to the lot With the cash already in pocket He going to be part of He's going to cause you to go ahead and invest Inside some stocks, some bonds And some, 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 some some, some, some. little bit of this, a little bit He's going to cause you to be an investor He's going to cause you to be a A vehicle for the kingdom of God He's going to set you up And establish you He's going you <laughs> so you. I didn't I I had a goal that Long term vision board, Apostle J and I printed it out And we have it On my dresser Because the dresser is where the mirror is So we get to see it every day Because Apostle J and I both Feel right good about how we look The family compound, taking all these parents off of their jobs. Taking care of them because I just can't stand the thought of social security, okay? It's real social and it ain't secure. We have these ideas inside of the thing of we're going to have this dog family compound. We'll also have an educational system for the kids. They're not just going to be ill-prepared, but they're going to be more than prepared for college and their jobs, and their businesses, and their ministries. we all this on the vision. From the long-term vision paper, he's going to establish you. Make your establishment greater than yourself and your family. Someone's got to come out of the us for no more. Come into the establishment. Sometimes it looks like investing inside of those that are around. I have no issue with these two peoples right here that was with us while we had yeah, nothing. Um, we said we're gonna go ahead and bless them with whatever we get. Okay. Now, don't tell me he's talking about Bill. You know, primary primaries for my whole family's involved. I ain't even. I can't do I love him because I know this is why. <laughs> but I can't do it. I'm not that good of a salesperson. So he goes, Hi. Do you want a policy? They're like, No. I'm like, you don't want my policy. <laughs> 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 Yo! My cousin said, yeah, she said, cuz, I want to show you this. i passed about off to Freddie. I said, well, he's the CFO. Pastor Freddie, like, man, why you and listen to this beat? He's a CFO. Pastor Fred is a good CFO, amen? Amen, that's where I come right now. Amen. You look like CFO. Let do that, do that, do that. Listen all that stuff. <laughs> but I can't just have a policy for me. I got to have a trust fund for them. Because probate after you die, they're going to pay all your debts off while you're living and then they're going to take your money that you worked all your life for and put it somewhere in the government. Get a trust. Put your money somewhere where it counts. Kids, you can't touch this to your 21, 41, 61, 81. After that, your grandchildren can't touch it to their 21, 41, 61, and 81. Get a trust in life. Be established. I'll get you some properties not just one yes property ies flip them sell them put them back on the market rent them that's residual income we transitioning now in a moment get you some rent to always going income you don't want to have income that's just eighteen hundred a month three thousand a month five thousand a month you want to see some months where you've got twenty five thousand dollars like Come on, somebody. That's the kind of when you have those low months. You need those high months to fuel you for the low months. Y'all better understand what I'm talking about. Because I understand working and building your own wealth. That some months was real heavy. season, everybody bought. I was like, what this season last all year? And then July hit Well, Uh, let me get on this Facebook live right quick. (laughs) Many days I don't feel like it, let me go in and preach. I know there's a coin in the fish's mouth out there. I got (laughs) these books though, in my trunk and these shirts though. In my trunk. Get it so that when your months is heavy, you got it. Invest in those high months, and when the low months come, you still warm in the winter. Amen. We talking about being business owners now. Because I'm gonna tell y'all in the beginning, when everybody invested during tax season, this, this looking awesome. We went to uh, uh, Florida to preach, and I was like, "Wow, I'm making money while I sleep. Pastor Frank could have tested that because I was getting real like, hey, this is an awesome, awesome season. But then July hit, and everybody dried out, and book sales it didn't stop; they just slowed down. Folks be like, "I'ma get paid next week. I'ma am going I'm to get the book." Yeah. Make sure you're ready for the weather. Mm-hmm. Invest inside of also bricks, you know, gold. Iron, you know, didn't Four get nuts. that stuff in line because we have breaks. You never nuts. run dry. Get this app called Money Lion. I should send all y'all the link so I can get nuts. that twenty dollars. Money Lion will make sure that you're investing your money every single day, right. and while you sitting, it's collecting. Wow, oh, come on. And then they go ahead and fix your credit for you with the $500 credit line. Mm-hmm. Money lion. It's a yeah. right. I went ahead and got 20 easy points on my credit just for taking that low. And making yeah. make sure I pay on the fourth of every month. Amen. They're going to mm-hmm. fix your credit right now. Don't tell me you, your tax season is coming for those that do consume. They don't do nothing.